tomorrow, Michigan primary. Uh, anybody registered of any party can affect who will debate Obama this year. So let's get the best person possible. Uh, and uh, have a great day. Tuesday, vote. One moment. And uh, coming... Cowboys these days, not real ones like the one who do home to us. Oh, hello. This is Hunhurtu from Tua. You're listening to WCBN FM and Arbor. Good evening, and welcome to another edition of Gray Matters, the weekly news and media talk show. My name is Dick Whaley. And I'm Jim Dwyer. And uh, tomorrow is primary day here in the state of Michigan. There's also a primary in Arizona. Interesting that Arizona has a winner-take-all situation, whereas Michigan has a kind of complex formula of apportioning delegates it's too complicated to go into at the moment, but it's basically the winner gets a certain number, and then others are apportioned based on congressional districts. So this is why we've seen Rick Santorum uh, on the warpath here in the state of Michigan, and uh, we'll just give him a brain damage award right off the bat. Um, we'll get to Romney in a second. Uh, Romney's verbal gaffes continue. I... Uh, don't exactly know what he was talking about today when he made a statement uh, in suburban Detroit. He said, get out there and vote a couple of times. <clears throat> That's Chicago style, isn't it? Vote yeah. early, vote often. I don't know what that meant. <clears throat> but anyway, Ron, uh, Rick Santorum over the last couple of weeks, and then Newt Gingrich has just sort of seeded both these states. He's going to finish fourth probably in both Arizona and Michigan, certainly in Michigan. Uh, don't understand the strategy there, but... Uh, Rick Santorum, over the last 10 days, um, is a frightening fellow. He's against public schools, prenatal care, condoms, contraception, college education, the auto bailout, the bank bailout, JFK, separation of church and state. Seems to be obsessed with uh, bestiality. What he's in favor of is the war in Iraq. Hasn't been asked um, too many questions about that, unfortunately, since... uh, that's a uh, trillion dollars in counting. Torture, uh, vaginal probes, prayer in the schools, cotton mather, earmarks, lobbying, and the Spanish Inquisition. Uh, well, I always love when cotton mather makes a list. This guy, listening to him for the last 10 days, I wanted to throw up. Uh, I don't even understand why he would bring up JFK again, uh, as he did over the weekend, but... He thinks there's votes in this, 
and I don't get it. I mean, I understand that he may pull a little upset here in Michigan because of uh, crossover voting, but I think that the Democratic uh, advocates of voting for Santorum, you know, crossing over to, quote, sabotage the Republicans, is uh, a strategy that I cannot endorse. No, I, I fully agree. I had a friend uh, ask me... Uh about, you know, oh, I'm going to vote in the Michigan uh, Republican primary, thinking of uh, voting for Santorum just to throw votes away from Romney. And I said, well, quite frankly, I'd rather crap in my own pants than vote for Rick Santorum, even in those th- that context. Yeah, if you're uh, going to make a protest vote, vote for throw- Newt Gingrich. Or Ron Paul. Fourth anyway. Well, yeah, that, that's the ultimate wasted vote is on the big fig. But uh, I thought Ron Paul was a, a, a more worthy, you know, if you're going to make that gesture. Yeah. Uh, Santorum is in, in many ways uh, reprehensible and is the most right wing uh, spokesman uh, to run for president uh, since Pat Robertson. Yeah. And he's even starting to make Barry Goldwater look liberal. This guy is incorrigible. And. You know, we called him Super Dog Man last week. <laughs> Somebody needs to find the leash. Well, I suspect that there may be a leash hanging in a favorite bedroom door somewhere in Rick Santorum's life. People who are so obsessed with the sex lives of others uh, often have complicated lives themselves. Uh, but, I don't know, the, the numbers of people who are going to actually come out and vote at all... Uh, pale in comparison to the amount of cash money that's being spent on this whole thing. I mean, this Michigan primary has been dragged out for how many days now? You're saying 10 days he's been in Michigan. How much money is being spent on this process? This is why we've needed campaign reform for decades now. It's getting worse. The super PACs have just upped the ante on the quantities of cash money that are being collected and spent. Uh, It's really, in, in many cases... Uh, the super rich taking money from one pocket and put it, putting uh, from one pocket, putting it into another pocket where their media interests are. And so uh, uh, Jeff uh, Tanza would like to uh, thank, join us here and uh, thank make you, a Mr. comment. Uh, I have a question. I was talking to somebody this weekend and they were talking about how uh, Michigan moved up its primary uh, against party orders and we we lose half our delegates in the convention, and the reason why Michigan chose to do that is to get uh, all this attention and all this money spent in the state. Uh, but we've lost half our delegates uh, to get that extra attention and money. What do you think of that? Well, this is basically a repeat of what happened in 2008. Of course, in 2008, they basically had primaries in both uh, parties. So I, th- I don't think the sabotage factor was there as much, although... It's interesting, if you'll recall the specifics, uh, several of the Democratic candidates in that particular primary year, 2008, specifically John Edwards, uh, Joe Biden, who uh, is currently the vice president, and Barack Obama, as well as uh, Bill Richardson, all um, declined to be put on the ballot. Mm -hmm. So if you were voted in the Democratic primary, you pretty much had a choice of uh, Hillary Clinton and some other midgets. <laughs> and I say that jokingly because Dennis Kucinich is certainly a midget, but, uh, you know, at least he's a choice. At least he's been in Congress. Uh, as for the big fig and his uh, bizarre strategy to hand the 
momentum to Santorum. I don't understand it. I mean, he's sounds like he's pretty much banking on uh, putting all of his chips on winning Georgia. Um, and just hoping for a brokered convention. A brokered convention and possibly doing well in uh, Oklahoma. Uh, he's not even on the ballot in Virginia. Neither is Santorum, for that matter. So... These big expectations for Rick Santorum are very interesting because the uh, Michigan primary, uh, all the discussion over the weekend in the last week, quite frankly, have degenerated into the trees are the right height. And Yeah, I was going to get that one when we came back to Romney. That's been my favorite quote so far. Nostalgia certainly. for the 50s. R- Romney's bizarre uh Speech at Ford Field to the Detroit Economic Club. Okay, dude. <laughs> the cricket sound effect drop would have been on standby, I trust. What are you thinking? And, of course, he's had a couple of uh, things that have called attention to his wealth once again. I think there's a distinct difference, though, between Rick Santorum's sort of tone-deaf, tin-eared quality and, and Rick Santorum's... Uh, uh, invocation of the Spanish Inquisition. Um, Romney's, uh, you know, like I said, it was bizarre today to uh, hear him advocate, get out there and vote a couple of times. I don't know what that meant. Rick Santorum, meanwhile, was on the western side of the state advocating that we need to create more jobs for people without college educations. And he's come out against college education over the the past uh, week and a half which is exceedingly strange uh every expert in economics corporate style mainstream leftist conservatives all indicate that the skills in the 21st century are going to be crucial uh, to developing jobs and the idea that america is suddenly going to create more jobs for people without college education that's what they've been doing for the last 30 years. It's yeah. it's like Santorum is in a time warp. Um, whether it's decades or centuries is a little unclear to me. But <laughs> he, Well, it's sometimes he, he, he seems to be running for Pope. And the strange com- uh, combat that the, these two uh, idiots have had over the past week regarding the Detroit auto bailout is also, uh, I think... Uh, misguided, uh, proving that these companies would, quote, be doing better without the bailout is, I mean, that's just a false assertion. Uh, The bailout had to occur because these gentlemen seem to forget that when George Bush was president in 2008, the banking system in America had collapsed. There wasn't any credit. There weren't any capital markets for these uh, companies to fall back on. In fact, if you know anything about business, which... uh, Sometimes I'm beginning to wonder what Romney knows about a business other than he enjoys firing people, buying up uh, <clears throat> troubled companies and stripping them of assets with borrowed money. Uh, one of the jokes about capitalism, the whole key to capitalism is uh, using other people's money. Well, Ford, uh, that did not require money, had seen a couple of years earlier that they were going to need serious retooling because this was partially a retooling problem, but it was also a credit crunch problem. 
there was no credit to be had. I mean, this, this, this is at the heart of the housing problem. The whole reason that the global trade collapsed 25 percent uh, during the final months of the Bush administration. Stephen Ratner, of course, who uh, was a main advisor to the Obama administration's auto task force in 2009, uh, had to point out to Romney and Santorum that uh, only the government could um, save these corporations because the markets had failed. And yet we hear Santorum asserting on the campaign trail that he believes in capitalism. Well, well, he also probably probably believes in uh, so-called end times and uh, would welcome the sort of doom and gloom scenario that uh, total economic collapse would present. Uh, the Republican long-term plan seems to be something akin to Cormac McCarthy's The Road, yeah. as I've been saying for some time now. Your uh, retirement options for the future are murder, suicide. And homeschooling. <laughs> and homeschooling. You can take... All the women out of the workforce, perhaps, I, maybe this is a jobs program that Santorum actually has that he yeah. hasn't discussed. Um, he can, you know, you can bring all the women back to homeschool everybody, and that ought to free up some jobs. How that allows the middle class to get anywhere uh, escapes me, and quite frankly, when you begin looking at the IQ of the American people, I don't know that I'd want too many of them homeschooling children. I don't know how qualified they are. Uh, well, that's been the problem with charter schools. Yeah, and Romney, uh, puzzling. I, you know, if I'd been giving him campaign advice, I would have gone after Santorum on his uh, tax cut proposals that are exceedingly radical and would explode the deficit. Uh, they're twice as uh, debilitating the American economy uh, than Romney's. I mean, get into the specifics. Uh, instead, of course, the last debate in Arizona degenerated into Rick Santorum talking about Title Ten, Title Nine, and earmarks. Good old earmarks. Well, Mitt Romney is such a superficial candidate that he seems obsessed with his incapacity to project a genuine self. Yeah, uh, that uh, it's all about him. He's tried the blue jeans. He's going to speak to the Detroit Economic Club at Ford Field because it's going to look good if you angle the cameras just right, so you don't see all the empty seats from a certain viewpoint. What a bizarre venue! Yeah, uh, to have that at the hope and expectation that uh, numbers would be big uh, for it. Uh, not a good plan. Um, no plan. No plan at all. And, a bad uh, plan, yeah. Uh, well, and then the fact that he flew down was going to got to be at NASCAR. NASCAR, yeah. you have to appeal to the NASCAR voter, whatever that means. I'm not sure what the NASCAR voter means because I'm sure that there are some good old boys down south who uh, are interested in, you know, green ecology and, you know, sound use of uh, resources who, who maybe enjoy race car, too. Uh, you can't really blanket all NASCAR fans as that kind of you know Republican voter but clearly that's the idea that the superficial idea that Romney's chasing and then only to have it rained out so you got to fly back to Michigan all this money being pissed away yeah on empty gestures and uh, empty promises and deranged policy suggestions well in the first time NASA uh, the Daytona 500 which of course is is pretty much the 
big NASCAR. But NASCAR's fallen on hard times uh, yeah. with the economic crunch that we've been in. Attendance has been down. Sponsorship has backed off. It's a, you know it's a costly sport resource wise. So, but Rick Santorum is apparently sponsoring a car that uh, I don't know where it finished because they they ran the thing today. I should have gotten an update on that, but uh, don't be surprised if it. Uh, was dragging its heels at the back of the pack. Um, or if it has some sort of frothy secretion. Yeah. And, of course, Romney uh, threw another gaffe into, into the wind when he uh, noted that he didn't follow NASCAR like most fans, but he knew a couple of owners. <laughs> that's, that's the common touch. These guys, I don't know. I think maybe they should all drop out and form a HMO. Romney can be the, you know, the general practitioner, and Newt Gingrich can, I think Ron Paul is actually already a OBGYN. Newt Gingrich can work on vaginal probes, and uh, Santorum, I think he can specialize in urology uh these guys i don't know larry moe and curly uh shemp uh is is ron paul interesting that uh the wall street journal actually gives you an idea of romney's expenditures uh and amount raised so far staggering numbers he's basically out out raised santorum 10 to 1 mm. But he spent so much money. I argued a couple of weeks ago that he spent way too much money in Florida. Mm. That was a winner-take-all situation with a situation similar to Michigan where half the delegates were yanked out of the system because they upped their uh, primary date. Um, and, of course, the poor, the poor turnout continues. Uh, I saw an updated, uh, some updated numbers from Maine. Two percent of Republican voters showed up at those caucuses, and Romney apparently won the won the state by uh, six hundred votes or something. Let's see if I can find that exact. Then uh, you look at how much they spend and how much is that per vote on all of that. Remarkable and, stuff. Yeah. And what's interesting about the Wall Street Journal's uh, Wednesday, t- February twenty second article showing um, the uh, m- money situation thus far is that uh, Romney has already gotten to uh, $41 million from maxed out 2,500 contributions. Um, So, and of course, the super PACs are the other hidden story. I haven't been watching uh, much television lately, so I don't know how bad the ads have been, but I'm sure they're out there. Well, we talked about the machine gun one, uh, Santorum's machine gun ad. Jeff, go ahead. Sure. Uh, so I, I've heard one of the missions of Gray Matters is to kind of cover how the media uh, is covering national you know, issues and kind of critiquing that. And uh, definitely there's been some critiques of the media not covering Ron Paul. And I heard you earlier say that you thought that if you were going to send a message to you know, the current politicians, the administration, uh, to see somebody debate, you'd, you'd pick Ron Paul. Uh, you've talked a lot about Romney and Centaur, and yeah, obviously you don't like them. Uh, but Ron Paul just got endorsed by the Arab American 
News, which is the biggest Arab American newspaper in the country, out of Dearborn. He'll be speaking at uh, in ten minutes there oh, okay. uh, about uh, to doctors. He he went to Henry Ford for his uh, residency, actually in 1962 in Detroit. He uh, that's where he was from. Well, that was probably the last year that Mitt Romney was even around Michigan. Who knows? But I noticed you have, you've got the Muslim Student Association uh, shirt on. I uh, just like to hear what your thoughts are. They, the first paragraph is uh, from the Ann Arbor, or sorry, the ArabAmericanNews.com. It says, our endorsement, Ron Paul's the right man for the job. It was Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., perhaps, America's greatest civil rights leader and one of its most trusted moral compasses, who once spoke out against America's penchant for dictating the affairs of other nations through military and other interventions. What do you think of that? Well, that's an interesting quote. I need to see more of the context. Uh, or as far as context is concerned, uh, the shirt I'm wearing, I'm a high school teacher locally, as you know, and uh, I'm the faculty sponsor of the this particular student club. And uh, in the interest of a full t-shirt disclosure, uh, I'll note your own t-shirt. Uh, you uh, uh, yes. essentially uh, a partisan t-shirt. Uh, on a primarily uh, nonpartisan program. Uh, so I would not endorse Ron Paul uh, for president, certainly. Uh, but would you want to see him debate about the war and I think he's NDAA. been more on target as far as war spending is concerned than any of the Republican candidates. Uh, that having been said, uh, there's it's, it's a complex... You can't just go with a single topic. And uh, what about well, National Defense Authorization Act? Yeah, and I think, well, well, one of the other things I think that's interesting about Paul is that Paul has, has in, in a kind of an odd way, been doing a little bit of Mitt Romney's dirty work for him. Um, that came out a little bit that uh, Mitt Romney and Ron Paul's wives are, are good friends. Ron Paul, I think, has uh, been great on the, the uh, intervention issue, which is probably explains that endorsement. But I think that Ron Paul's budget ideas and his economic ideas are um, not workable. Uh, first of all, I mean, just to critique very briefly, I don't want to go into the gold standard debate too much because that uh, was abandoned quite a number of years ago. It's interesting that last August when the uh, debt ceiling crisis was occurring and the American uh, economy was, stock market-wise, was tanking as a result because America's uh, AAA rating was taken away by one of the ratings agencies. One of the ratings agencies, by the way, that was involved in rating the uh, uh, mortgage-backed securities as AAA back, to, back in the middle of the, uh, uh, the Bush administration decade. Um, the 40th anniversary of America going off the uh, Bretton Woods fixed exchange standard in which gold was, uh, the dollar was backed up by gold, mm -hmm. which has been one of Ron Paul's big issues. Um, we've been on the floating dollar exchange standard since. And we went off the uh, standard back then because, for all intents and purposes, America was not raising taxes to pay for the Vietnam War. Germany, Britain, France were taking their greenbacks that they were uh, receiving in trade, uh, current accounts, uh, trade uh, operations, basically, dollars were being used, and they were taking their $35 and getting an ounce of gold. Well, if you've looked at the price of gold recently, you can see that the, uh, the people that made these uh, transactions 
have made quite a bit of money. I haven't seen the latest numbers on what gold is trading at, but it's somewhere around $1,500 an ounce. Indeed. So, so, Dick, were you saying that we were able to go to the Vietnam War and spend a lot more money because we were able to print more money? We were printing money. We were beginning the deficit spending. Um, right. This has uh, come out, interestingly enough, as part of the tax debate about Mitt Romney versus George Romney. George Romney was paying... Um, I think they said one year he paid almost 50% of his income back in the 60s in taxes. And, of course, it was revealed recently that Romney paid about 14%. Uh, Ron Paul also has some, I think, uh, kind of strange ideas about the Federal Reserve that are, A, historical and um, not very helpful to the United States of America. But the Federal Reserve, just for the record, was, was, was created by a constitutional amendment. So getting rid of it when he says I'll abolish it is strange talk because that would involve factually getting two-thirds of Congress to vote for such a thing and then having 38 states ratify this. Not something that could be done by fiat. Yeah, and that might take a century. Ron Paul is... Uh, Doesn't have a century. <laughs> no, and I don't even think Ron Paul has a decade. People forget that he's 76 years old. It's actually been about... A, it's been 99 years since the Federal Reserve was created, and, and isn't the dollar worth now 99% less than it was at that time? Well, I don't, I don't know what those numbers are based on. The Federal Reserve was created uh, in the middle of World War I because the... Uh, belligerents in World War One, the main economic uh, Western powers, Germany, the Austro-Hungarian Empire, Russia, Britain, and France were going bankrupt fighting World War One. The Bank of England was finito. So the American Central Bank was created as a stabilizing force in the economy. The Federal Reserve has a very complex operation in which they print money, but Going back to the gold standard with 6 billion people on the planet doesn't strike me as a very practical way of operating uh, a global economy. We're in a global economy, much as some people would like to return to the uh, mm -hmm. yeah. 16th century, the 14th century, the 8th century. And I think, I think the auditing. tell of the Hun might be uh, in the running somewhere. I, I noticed that France is advocating a theme park based on Napoleon. Did you see that? No, but that sounds like a good idea. He's the closest thing they have to Mickey Mouse uh, as far as a universally recognized uh, comical figure. Um, uh, very strange stuff. But uh, what I'm saying, I, I guess about Ron Paul's, my critique of Ron Paul, never mind that he'll never be the nominee. He hasn't won a state yet. Uh, there's some He's debate. second in delegates. There's some debate. He is. That's what's interesting. He's ahead of Newt Gingrich. The big fig is uh, always well, thirsty. Uh, indeed. Uh, and that's where we're going to see the, the broker convention. That's where, uh, folks, save your entertainment dollar for the summer. The Republican convention is going to be a cartoon laugh fest this year. It's going to be uh, a platform uh, a plank assembly uh, free for all. Yeah, maybe Napoleon can get into the race. <laughs> So, so Dick, uh, would you at least be in favor of auditing the Fed? I mean, it seems like they are doing some kind of backroom secret deals. Well, the, the Fed dollars, and the Treasury, the, the, the Treasury, and, and Ron Paul's economic critique of uh, the, the system is, uh, I think, 
not been explored adequately. Uh, I agree that the mainstream media doesn't take Ron Paul seriously under the sort of strange elliptical argument that he, quote, can't win. And I don't think he can. He not, not in the Republican primary. He's uh, represented the state of uh, uh, congressional district in Texas because it's a safe Republican seat. That's why he's a Republican. He's essentially a libertarian, and he always has been, and he always will be. Uh, he's consistent, and I give him credit for that. Uh, but he did vote against the uh, uh, bank bailout. It's called the Wall Street bailout, which is erroneous. It's, it was a bank bailout. And uh, people have not been, and Rick Santorum, for that matter, who's denounced the bank bailout, have not ex been asked to explain how the American economy would operate without money. If all the banks close, all the credit cards are no good, ATMs don't work, checks don't work, uh, how do we conduct transactions? Uh, money, paper money, gold coins, whatever, bronze coins go back thousands of years but for where, a reason. But where did the Barter money come from? can't work in all situations. We cannot trade as one Republican candidate for uh, the Senate in Nevada a couple years ago, chickens for health care. But they printed, I mean, it's fake money. Last time I checked, chickens are, you can buy one for about four fifty in the uh, supermarket, a ro little roaster, and I don't know what kind of health care you can get for four fifty, but barter is not going to work. Indeed. But we'll uh, certainly address Ron Paul uh, next week, because he's going to beat Newt Gingrich. That's my one prediction. <laughs> okay. I think uh, Romney will pull it off at the end of the day narrowly. I don't know if weather is going to be a factor in the western part of the state, but Ron Paul, at the end of the day, could take more votes from Santorum than Romney. Well, you're listening to WCBN-FM Ann Arbor. It's been another exciting episode of Gray Matters, and we encourage you to stay tuned for Yazoo City Calling, the down-home Delta Blues. Thanks a lot, guys. This is Yazoo City Calling. This is Matt Endall filling in today for Jerry Mack. Let's get things started with I Want Two Wings to Veil My Face by the Cottontop Mountain Sanctified Singers. Thank 
Yes, I want to wing. Fly away. Oh, I want to wing. Sail my plane. And I want to wing. Fly away. 